Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor, welcome to the 10th month. I told you that this is not the month of October. It is the 10th month. There's a huge difference between the month of October and the 10th month. We recognize this as the 10th month. So many things happen in the 10th month. Genesis chapter 8, verse 5. Um, let's read together. Genesis 8, 5. Bible said, Jerusalem did not understand the time of her visitation. Some of you are going through a whole lot of challenges, bondage. Um, you're going through a lot of pressure. But um, you are prisoners of hope. If you can just wait a little. The reason we're excited is because we know that if we can just manage through this era, we're going to break forth. Are you there? Genesis chapter 8. You know, um, as a background to that story, um, we see a situation where God said he wanted to wipe out the world with flood because the wickedness in the world was so much. Um, and I told you that that happened in the time of Noah. Noah was the 10th generation from Adam. Uh, so first generation... Evil prevailed. Second generation, evil prevailed. Third, evil prevailed. It went on, you know, on and on and on. Ninth generation, evil prevailed. But when it came to the tenth generation, God said, it's time for me to cancel out every evil. So God purged the world. He judged the world with water. And all of a sudden, it, it, there, there was so much flood. So much flood. It was so intense that everything was submerged. Apart from Noah and his ark, every other thing got submerged in water. Every living thing died, apart from those that were in the ark. Um, all their houses were submerged. The mountains were submerged. All their cars were submerged. Their motorbikes submerged. Everything just went under. Everything. And at the time, I'm sure in the heart of Noah, he was wondering, is this a blessing or a curse? How many of you would want to live in an ark on top of water all the days of your life? You. Only you. I want to walk on streets. <laughs> Glory to God. Now, I hope you understand that in that ark, they had animals in there. And animals don't tell you they want to poo-poo. Do they? They don't tell you. They just do it anyhow. I'm sure Noah had, was, I'm, I'm sure he was really tired. I mean, things were getting like, what's happening? Yeah. He was getting the blessing of God. The promise of God was, was turning to something else. Because he had to deal with the pigs and deal with the chickens and deal with the dogs. Had to deal with the snails. He was dealing with the lions and the tigers. He was dealing with the snakes. He was dealing with um, the cockroaches. He was dealing... I mean, if, even if I can deal with any other thing, certainly not rats, I will personally kill them in the ark. You need to see me when I see rats. You know, my wife is rushing to go and get broom. I'm rushing this way. Everybody's just... I will personally... 
Before God comes, me and my wife would have killed the rats. Now, really, how many of you would have loved for there not to be rats in this world? If I have my wife, I'll kill all of them. Some, of, some people say, ah, there's something they do in this or rats. There's something rat does in your house. Good. I will kill it. But you see, Noah had to take care of the rats. He had to take care of virtually everything. Sustain, he had to sustain life. And at the time, it was becoming a problem. It was becoming a problem. He was just floating on top of an ark. An ark, rather. Floating on top of an ark and it was like, what's this? Praise the Lord. You know, when we were leaving the house today, my wife um, got out my track suit. Praise the Lord. And put it in the car. So, right in the car is my track suit. Because I'm going to play football this evening. So, you had better put me in your team. Somebody is shaking her head. Now you know. Is captain better than me? Captain does not score. I don't score. So, which one is it? 89 minutes of Shola. <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited because I want to play football. How many of you enjoy playing football here? Edise, just raise your hand by faith. Aye. He doesn't play, he doesn't watch. Basketball. Volleyball. What other sport do we have? Wrestling. <laughs> come, come, come. I like you. Come. <laughs> come, come. People want to kill human beings. <laughs> See somebody that wants to do wrestling. You will represent another church, not this church. Which one? Which one is not by Okay, boxing. <laughs> now, Igodaro is beginning to mess the whole thing up. If Igodaro does boxing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's turning to a joke. Praise the Lord. Now, all of these spots, I'm sure there was one that Noah loved. But right in the act floating on water, there was nothing he could do. Could not play football. <laughs> Praise the Lord. He could not. He couldn't take. A, he couldn't take a stroll. One of my best. One, one of the things I like doing is to walk in quiet environments. Maybe walk in woods. Are you getting? It helps you to think. But no, I couldn't do that because there was no tree. He was locked up in an ark, and at the time, the blessing so to speak, was almost turning to a curse. Praise the Lord. Because the water refused to go down. Genesis chapter 8, verse 5. Can we re-echo it? Can we say it together? Read together. I want to go. Okay, let, let's give you a while. Let's give you a while. Wait, wait, wait. Let's give some of us a while. Yeah, are we there? I'm going to preach very long today. It's to nine. 25 minutes to nine. Can you say it? 
It's not 9.30. See the time. Hey, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Until that time reaches 10 o'clock, I won't stop preaching today. Sit down. We will enjoy it today. Praise the Lord. So you had better start praying in tongues. Let it get to 10. So can we read together Genesis chapter 8 verse 5? The waters decreased continually until the tenth month. In the tenth month, on the first day of the tenth month, the tops of the mountains appeared. The tenth generation, tenth generation, on the first day of the tenth month, which is what we marked on Sunday, last Sunday, the top of the mountains appeared. Something will appear in your life this 10th month. Yeah. No hidden things. They have been covered. They will come out. Life is coming out. Good things are coming out. I want you to be very positive. When we say happy day, be excited. You know, in spite of the many challenges you are going through, be excited because something is about to appear. I am I'm so optimistic. I'm so hopeful. On the tenth day, on the first day of the tenth month, the mountains appeared. Can you just lift up your hands to God and just pray? That there's an appearance of life. There's an appearance of life. It's coming out. There's an emergence of life. What has been submerged is coming out. This tenth month is a, a month of my revealing. I won't go down in the name of Jesus. I won't go down. Thank you, Father. I give you all the praise and all the glory. Concerning everyone in this place, life is coming out. There's an appearance of life in the name of Jesus. Thank you, glorious God. We worship you, Lord. We bless you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. A company that makes um, shoes. How many of you came to church with shoes today? Okay, everyone. Now, a company that makes shoes sent two of their best um, you can sit down. Two of their best salespeople out to go and um, check out a land they wanted to enter into. They wanted to assess. And so, when they got to the land, um, they checked the people in the land and discovered that every one person in that place, yeah, no one uses shoes. They don't use shoes. Not one person. They don't use shoes at all. So they came back and both of them gave um, two different reports. 
one of them said that there's no use for us to enter into that land because nobody, they don't use shoes in the land. No one uses shoes. We check their legs and not one person does. They don't use shoes. So let's not bother entering. The other wrote his report and said, make as many shoes as possible because it's an unlimited market. No one uses shoes in that place. We can just sell and sell and keep selling. Which of them is correct? I don't know. Don't know. It depends on how you think. It depends on your perspective in life. When you have problems, when you encounter problems, what's your response to it? I mean, if you are broke, now, I'm not talking about what Jesus did on the cross of Calvary. You, you really don't have money. You don't have money right now. Where is our treasurer? Take everybody's name. Raise your hand up. Take down, Pastor Jude. Did you raise your hand? Take down everybody's name here. And please give them how much each? 100,000 each. You are raising double hands. Okay, put your hands. Okay, even the treasurer is raising her hand. <laughs> That's where they will have a, we're going to have a big problem. Because she will pay herself first. And pay her two children, her husband. And tell you she will be pregnant and pay the future one. So, um, right in this place, we have broke guys. People that don't have money. Because things are not working so well in our nation. There's a song that people sing those days. Uh, they will tell you, um, many of you know this song. I think it's um, Chi- African China or something. It's very old. Uh, you might not know it. What are food nowadays? What are nowadays? Okay, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> what kind of church is this? <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> okay. Uh, is there a chorus in that song? What's the chorus? Yeah, lead us well. Government, government, well. Dio. Are you, do you live in Ajegunle? I don't know such songs, man. I don't sing such songs. My wife does not know such songs. We grew up in GROA, so. 
So if you sing such songs, it means you are Ajekmako. <laughs> you know, at times, you know, when nobody's watching, you just start humming such songs. <laughs> you know? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Praise the Lord. And God will look at you and God will just laugh and say, See this guy? <laughs> See this guy? All things are passed away, but you're still singing all these things. Praise the Lord. Yeah, there's no food. There's no, there's no, um, there are no jobs. I told you that last Sunday, right? The roads are bad. There's no water. That's the obvious. But do you see these problems? Do you see these things as a problem or opportunity? Are they problems or opportunities? For as long as you deal with them as problems, they will remain problems to you. No, it's, it's easy to judge those guys that went and you know, came back and like, you know, one said, it's an opportunity, we can make a lot of shoes, and other, well, that guy is right. But the issues that you are going through right now, Do you see it as a problem or an opportunity? Do you see them as problems or opportunities? Are you still in that point where you are always complaining things are bad? Things will never, ever be better for as long as you keep complaining. There was a particular month I spent so much, you know, on, you know, oh, this one is getting wedded, so you need to be a, a part of it. This one is going to school, so you need to be a part of it. This one is still, you know, another. I just like maybe I dealt with like five things that month. So I didn't have so much money after that. And I told myself, I said, thank God, you know, next month I won't deal with these five things. So I'm going to have money. I don't know if that happens to you. I mean, your younger one or your older one doesn't get married every day or every month. So at least when one goes, of course, by next month, you'll be free. So I thought, oh, next month I'm going to be free. But the next month was worse. So for as long as you keep complaining, things will never get better. Listen to me. Never get better. Never get better. Never. I have discovered that, you know, if we stay there and we're praying for national prosperity, oh, let things be good in our nation, let things be good in our land, you know, let's, let's uh, you know, uh, there, there was a time, you know, they said, you know, uh, 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 rice was, you know, maybe it was looking, a, a bag of rice, a bag of rice during Jonathan time was how much? It's five, you know, so we can actually start praying now. Father, let rice become 8,005. Naira. If rice becomes 8,500 naira, does that solve your problem? No. Does it make you better? Stop complaining. Quit complaining. Attack life. Face life. In Genesis chapter 27 that we, st we started to read, we saw two men in that scripture. 
One of them was the hungry one. And I told you, I said that a couple of good things to pick up from the life of Esau. Esau was a hungry man. And hunger is one of the recipes, one of the prerequisites for success. Esau was hungry. Bible said in Genesis that, you know, by the time Esau came to meet his father, um, um, he had um, the blessing had been given, over ten blessings had been given to his brother. Everything that was to be his had been handed over to his brother. Everything. So when he came to his father, I don't want to take time on that because I preached on that a lot of times, you know. So when he came to his father, he said, bless me even with one blessing. Just give me only one. So after all the plea, eventually his father gave him one blessing and he left with that one blessing. And I told you, it was one blessing that had condition. So Esau had one conditional blessing. Jacob had over ten blessings, no condition. But there was something that was characteristic of Esau's life. That it was hunger. With just one blessing and hunger, you can go very far. That which you think is a problem is not. Now, you look at the birthright. Okay, look at. Um, what did Esau do with his birthright? What did he do with his birthright? What? He sold it or exchanged it for what? Why? Why? Hunger. See, the problem that Esau had on that level was that he exchanged it for something else. Something that was not worth it. Something that was lower. That was why it was a problem. But the hunger is positive. Esau was a hungry man. And because of hunger, he was able to exchange. You see, fear a man that is hungry. A man that is hungry and channels it in a positive direction. His tomorrow will be something else. The reason why people amount to nothing is because they are not hungry. Listen. Hunger is a gift from God. Hunger is not a curse. Hunger is not punishment. Hunger is a gift from God. Praise the Lord. That is why with one conditional blessing, Esau went with it and he was hungry. He was hungry. Genesis 27. He was hungry.
Okay. Um, okay. Genesis 27 gives us the narrative of how uh, um, um, he was given one blessing. And in 33 that we read, and Jacob lifted up his eyes and looked and behold, 33, sorry, 33 verse 1. And Leah and her children and uh, Rachel and uh, Joseph and Hindamost and Joseph Hindamost and he passed over them and bowed himself to the ground. Sorry. And he put the handmaids and their children foremost and Leah and their children after and Rachel and Joseph Hindamost and he passed over them and bowed down himself to the ground seven times until he came to his brother. And Esau ran to meet him and embraced him and fell on his neck and kissed him and they wept. Uh, Genesis chapter 27. Let me just do that. 27 before we go to 33. 27 said. Okay, he said. Um, from verse 27, he said, And he came near and he kissed him and he smelled him. That's Jacob now blessing. Jacob blessing. Um, um, sorry, Isaac blessing Jacob. And kissed him. And he smelled. And smel- he smelled the smell of his raiment and blessed him and said, see the smell of my son is as the smell of a field which the Lord had blessed. Therefore God give you the dew of heaven. Uh, he said, 29 he said, he said, let the people serve you and let the nations bow down. That's the part I want to take. He said, let the nations bow down to thee. You are not to bow down to the nations. The nations are to bow down to thee. Be Lord over your brethren and let you what? Let your mother's sons bow down to thee. Cursed be everyone that cursed thee, and blessed be everyone that blessed thee. The promise is that the mother's children or the mother's sons were to bow down to him. Jacob was to be bowed down to by the mother's uh, children. That's, that's of course, the number one is um, Esau. But let's see how it played out. Verse 3 of verse 33. 33, 3. And he passed over them and bowed himself down seven times. Until he came to his brother. Who was bowing down to the other now? Who bowed to who? Jacob bowed to who? What was the promise? What was the promise? The promise was that Esau and all the mother's children were to, in fact, not just him, all the nations were to bow down to Jacob. But the, the, the first sign of bowing that we are seeing here. Is in 33, where we now saw Jacob bowing down to Esau. The tables had turned around. He bowed down to him. Fear a man that is hungry. He bowed down to him. Jacob went with one Sorry, Esau went with one conditional blessing and he was able to, over time, become so astounding and phenomenal that his brother that was destined for him to bow to, bowed to him. Fear a hungry man. Hunger is good. Hunger is good. One reason you are this way, one reason why you have not broken out to become what God wants you to be, is because you still have somebody that is feeding you. 
I told you what, what Dr. Obon King said. He said, the person that gives you food, always giving you food, always giving you food, stops you from thinking. In the morning, you are served food. In the afternoon, you are served food. In the evening, you, that person stops you from thinking. And that is why we have a bunch of irresponsible young people in Nigeria. Because we are feeding them. You are 20. You are still living with your father and mother. And they are feeding you. That was the challenge that Abraham had. Abraham at 95. His parents were still feeding him. Sorry, at 75. Did I say 95? At 75. He had not been exposed to hunger. They gave him food. In fact, when he was to get married, they gave him a wife that he did not need to pay bride price for. Because he got married to his sister. He got married to his sister, his father's, his father's daughter. They saw him and they said, you know, this guy, this guy could not even raise, he would not even be able to go and raise money for bride price. So, we, we give him our daughter. Let him go. So, there was, he was just good for nothing. He could not even go and struggle and get money to pay for a wife. As in bright price for a wife. At 75, nothing was happening. They were giving him food. They gave him shelter. They gave him a wife. What else? I pastored a young man that, you know, would pack his entire things and go and stay with a lady. So at, at some point, I'll call him and talk to him and he would leave, go to his house. After some time, he would go back. So I was complaining to somebody. I said, I don't know what's wrong with this, my boy. I don't know. Maybe he's under some kind of spell or something. And the person said, he's not under any spell. He said, he's not under any spell. He's a lazy man. And I said, ah, you can't. He said, he's lazy. He said, okay, look at it. When he goes to this young lady's house, he does not need to cook. Before he comes back, they have cooked for him. He has free food. He has free sex. And he's not married. I, I don't know if you understand. He does not even need to pay. Let's, let's, let's knock out, as in, okay, let's, let's not talk about being born again. Let's talk about a normal young man that, you know, would need to give money for sex. He does not even need to pay for sex. He has free sex. He has free food. He has free accommodation. They wash his clothes. Free. And you say he shouldn't pack back. So I said, yes, he's not under any spell. I get it now. I get it. Now. That is the challenge we have with our young people. Irresponsibility. 
mean, it's <laughs> you, you're just you just have everything free. That's the challenge. You don't need to you don't need to walk before you eat. Your parents tell you, oh, you, you are still in school now. You are still in school. Who, 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 who has told you that you cannot, you cannot make money while you are in school? They tell you you are still in school now. So they send you pocket money. Irresponsible people. They will send you pocket money. You, they will pay your fees. Give you money to eat. I don't know if you understand. They give you money to eat. They will tell you that after you are done with school, maybe your first degree, you are done with NYSE. And when you are in NYSE, they still send you money. So when you are done with your NYSE, you now carry your bag and go to them again. Why? I don't have a job yet now. So everyone understands. They will feed you. The only time they expect you to do anything is when you get a job. You see why we don't get better? You see why we cannot get better? So God looked at Abraham. It, it was a life that, you know, he would have continued perpetually like that until he died. God said, come out of your father's house. Get out from your kindred. Come out. And so for the first time, Abraham started to experience hunger. He would wake up in the morning and there was no toasted bread on the table. If he would, if he would eat, he would have to work for it. And that hunger transformed into something remarkable. Abraham became one of the greatest men of our time. But God couldn't do that until he was exposed to hunger. Bible said, woe unto him who is at ease. In Zion. He that gives you food stops you from thinking. Our young people are not thinking. Our young people are not thinking. That cloth you are putting on, did you work for it? That is why we have a generation of beggars. I met someone that I had always looked up to. I'd always looked up to him. Always, you know, as in when I was young, you know, big boss, you know, and stuff. And um, very much I long while, you know, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. How are you doing? And all that. And I was, I was really excited, you know. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I was, I was really like, ah, man, you know, it's a pleasure meeting you once again, you know, and all that. And I was really excited meeting And he said, I want to see you. you know, okay, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, you know, when and all that. And, you know. And um, he said, he said, you know, 
I told you I want to see. I said, yes, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Come. And he said, um, um, for, the, for the past um, close to three weeks, I actually thought that he was going to maybe want to raise up an idea, let's brainstorm, let's get something done. He said, for the past three weeks, um, I've been wanting to travel. You know, and all that. But um, I don't have the money to travel. Praise the Lord. No, so I like, oh, oh, thank God. He wants to travel to America. And he said, um, um, I want to travel. Now, the distance he called is a distance that he will need 2,000 naira for. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. 2,000 naira. And he has not been able to raise it for two weeks, uh, three weeks. 2,000. And you know what came to my mind? I just, I just, I just went back and I just, I just saw his life played out. I looked at and I just discovered that right from when I knew him and when I always looked up to him, he had always been this kind of person that when he comes, he will stay with this auntie. Are, are you getting it? From this auntie. I just looked back and I discovered that he had never been able to rent a house. Not all his life. All his life. He had never been able to. So he, he spent, I mean, 2,000 naira in three weeks is 100 naira per day. Right? He cannot raise 100 naira in a day. I would try to Lagos. I'll trek. I'll start trekking. I'll start trekking. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. I'll start trekking. Hunger is good. Hunger is good. I watched it. Dr. King puts it this way. He said, he said you, you wake up in the morning and they give, you, they give you bread and butter to eat. In the afternoon, they serve you food. He said, then you now go and, and watch football. Yesterday, football, how, how did it end? Go and watch. Who scored the goal? It won't be right. What club does he will be play for? Does he have a wife? Does he have a girlfriend? How much is he paid per week? What? 65,000 pounds. How old is he? 19. So our young people, they know everything about all these footballers. They can tell you 
Iwobi, how much they pay him per week, how much, you know, his girlfriend. I don't know. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. His baby mama. His, um, they can tell you where he lives. The, the club he was in before he joined us now. Praise the Lord. So, after eating in the morning, they pick up their phones and they begin to go to, um, what's it called? No, I'm not, I'm not talking about bets now. It's not, I'm talking about the sports, uh, whatever. Sky Sports. BBC Sports. And they, they, they tell you, you will see Wobi and his girlfriend. They will tell you, Iwobi's girlfriend makes a new tattoo. And you see her. You know? Iwobi's girlfriend in a beach on a hot bikini. Are you getting it? You can tell you that she's, she's going out to Stephanie. She just broke up or he just broke up with so-so and so. Rooney, Rooney went out with so-so. Rooney has, you will tell you everything. I don't know if you understand why you are giving free food. If you are hungry, you won't have, you, you can't. No time. When was the match played yesterday? 5 p.m. At least, those of us that went to Benin, did you watch the match? Is it match we were talking about that time? <laughs> match. <laughs> we're not thinking of match. Have you been busy? Do you have work? So they go to complete sports and they, they know all these things. They can some some can tell you where Iwobi lives. What's his first name? Alex Iwobi. They'll tell you where he lives. There's another one, Alex Chamberlain. Is it no? Is is am I correct? No, Ox. Yes, Chamberlain tell you that right now he's in Man City. He's in, you know, this one just left Chelsea. Those are the things that our young people do. They engage. So there's, there's no way this generation can be good. It's not a cause. This one we are in, this present generation cannot amount to anything good. This is an endangered generation. Your parents are giving you food to eat. My daughter is eight. I'm trying to tell my wife that before she's ten, before my children get to, they should, we should teach, they should begin to produce something. They should make money. Do you know that one of the one of the sweetest things to eat is free money. Free money. As it comes, you just like you are just you just giving it out. You're giving it out. Nothing they happen. But any you will know that something they happen. To release it. Go and carry blocks. 
carry blocks. I, you know, I was, I was, I was um, in the um, church they are building in Benin on Thursday morning. You know, I know that. And they brought cement. 50, cement, is it 50 kg or 25 kg? 51. Okay, 51. 50, okay. Now, they said that they were carrying, they said they were looking for people to load. They said whether to load one is 10 naira. I said, to feel aqua. 10 naira. You know what that thing will do to your chest? By the time you carry, how many will you carry before you can get 2,000 naira? That's 200. What? 200. Am I right? After carrying 200, you get 2,000 naira. Then one girl will now say, I love you. No. No. Because at that point, your chest and your waist is finished. And you know, I love girls. You know what? They know how to spend money. They, they, you know, that's that. They, they, they can spend it. That's your 2,000 naira. <laughs> Give it to them. You, <laughs> you, <laughs> when men were men, those days, as in when men were men, when money was money, when you could exchange Naira. Naira was beyond dollar in terms of value. There was a girl I was liking. So I wanted to impress. I now gave her sister, her younger sister, 500 Naira. As I was giving it, <laughs> I knew my food generation would not be happy with me that I'm releasing that money. Are you, are you, so I gave her 500 naira. So I was like, oh, so, so, oh, oh. Thank you. I said, no, no problem. <laughs> if she had spent it where I wasn't, as in where I wasn't around, if I not paying me. Right before my eyes, she paid the money to Malam. 500 naira suya. My heart, <laughs> you see, heart attack. <laughs> you understand? When she was when she was going close to the sea, man, I was like, Father, in the name of Jesus, this cannot be. It cannot be. It cannot be. It cannot be. It cannot be. Okay, let her because the issue is you can buy fifteen naira suya. I'm talking about those days. Man, and give me. Exactly 500 naira suya. I said, This girl is they are wicked. In fact, I cannot marry this family. I, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. The girls they can spend it, that they will finish that your 2000 naira. Spend it, and they will now rub your face. Oh. Food. 
determines your resting point. Hunger determines how far you go. When you eat, you rest. When you are hungry, you cannot sleep. You are on the move. Hunger determines how far you will go. Food determines your resting point. Why are our young people resting? We have fed them. So they are at ease. They are relaxed. You want to know the witch that is pursuing you. It is that man that gives you food in the morning. Food in the afternoon. Food at night. And adds pocket money to it. So that you can use to subscribe. And know when Rooney was born. And it will be got that girlfriend of hers. When Olamide had that new tattoo. You know, those are the kind of things our young people think about. Those are the kind of things. That man is a witch because he has shut you down from thinking. He has, he has stopped you from thinking. In Genesis 49, he said, Reuben, thou art my strength. You are my might. The excellency of dignity. The excellency of power. He said, but you will not excel. Talent is not enough. Grace is not enough. That you are endowed with grace that you have anointing is not enough. In Isaiah chapter 60, he said, arise. Arise. That's when you can shine. Who was he talking to? He was talking to someone that was sitting down. Stand up. Stand up. Will it not be will it be correct if I tell him to arise right now? Will it, can, can I tell him to arise? Can I tell him? Why can, can I tell Pastor Jude to arise? Because he's sitting. So in Genesis, uh, sorry, in Isaiah 60, when he said arise, the person they are talking to is not standing, the person is sitting. And for as long as you sit, you cannot shine. So he said, Arise. Arise, shine. He said, for your light will come, right? Your light was? So, look at that. He said, your light has come. So, that man they are referring to, has his light come? Has that man's light come? Je sorry, Isaiah 60. Let's look at it. Look at it. Isaiah 60. Read fast if you're there. Isaiah 60. Yes. Arise, shine. Your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Now stop there. Now. He said, Arise, shine. 
Has that man's light come? Talk to me. Has the man's light come? Has the glory of the Lord risen upon him? So we are seeing a man whose light has come. Who the glory of the Lord has risen upon. But is that man shining? No. The man is not shining. His light has come. The glory of the Lord risen upon him. But you see him and he's, he's a reflection. He's an epitome of darkness. Now, what's going to activate the shining? As soon as that man arises, it's like everything just, it's like there's a switch. You just put on the switch and light is just everywhere. It's everywhere. Everywhere. There's a bulb here. There are bulbs here. I think there's, there's a light point here, you know, and um, good. Is there light in this thing? Is there light there? There is light. It's just not shining. It's not at the point when I put on this thing that light enters. The light is there already. So when I switch this thing on, the light begins to shine. I have light. I need to arise. Young people, arise. Don't see problems as problems. There are opportunities. Arise. Arise. Shine. Your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. So you can stay on one point and be, you know, happy. Yes, my light has come. God's glory is risen upon me. That, that's awesome. You know, for you to have glo- God's glory upon you. The glory of the Lord is, 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 is called dogza. And dogza means all that God has and is. Everything that God has, all that he is, is risen upon you, is upon you. So you don't want, you don't, you don't need any other thing. You don't need to pray for any other thing again. Because you have it. I'm endowed. I'm anointed. I have the fullness of grace. But I can stay there and just keep saying it and nothing will happen. But when I arise, it's like I switch on that knob and, you know, Light just floods. I tell you, young people, let us arise. Praise the Lord. Arise. Arise. Let that hunger pursue you. Let it begin to help you to think. So that the great things that God has put in you will come forth. Praise the Lord. That's how I round off on what I've been talking about for some months now. Maybe a month plus now. On battling or the battle for significance. I've looked at the woman with the issue of blood. It was hunger that made her to press. Esau, it was hunger. He made up his mind. And he said, I will turn things around. And if you can have a little hunger, just a little hunger, just a little, you can start from there, just a little. 
Don't think the sun will shine on you. Don't think the sun will shine on you. Don't think that you are going to get lucky. Don't think that one day God will pick your call. There is no one picking your call. Somebody wrote this and I'll round off with it. The person said, it is easy to predict luck. He said, it is easy to predict luck. He said, because the harder you work, the luckier you become. <laughs> Did you get that? Oh, you know, glory is lucky. Yeah, lucky. Things are just working out, you know, lucky. He said, it is easy for you to predict luck, for you to know the one that is luck. He said, because the harder you work, the luckier you become. So there's a connection and a connectivity between luck and hard work and thinking. It's okay to start from where you are right now. It's okay. But it's a problem when you remain there. It's a big problem. The word of God says, Arise, depart. For this is not your rest. This is not your rest. There's a greater future. There's a greater place that you need to assess. This is not your rest. Your starting is small, but you can get to higher places. Stand up. Let's just bless the Lord. If you want to sit down, you can sit down. You want to take a walk, you can take a walk. to see a place of influence, a place of significance, a place of power. In your mind, I want you to give yourself a quick notice from your present location. In your mind, assess that future. Let it be a reality right now. Grow it beyond a wish. Let it mature beyond a wish. Let it become a reality in your mind. Let it be an obsession. For Esau, it became an obsession. He said, one day, this young man will bow to me. And it happened. 
When Jacob bowed to him, he did not say, you know, arise, arise, you are not supposed to bow to me. No. He received it because that's what he had seen. That's what he had planned for. And it happened in his time. For some of us, is marriage, it will happen. For some of us, is entrepreneurship, it will happen. For some of us, it is ministry, it will happen. For some of us, it's leadership, it will happen. For some of us, it's, 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 you're seeing yourself outside of this country, it will happen. It will happen. Hallelujah. 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 He repalos. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 One of the most difficult things is to think because you're always getting distracted and some of you are getting distracted even right now. All forms of thoughts are... So you, you, are, you are not even definite where you want to get to. Different thoughts are coming in and all that. It's, it's, it's excruciating. Thinking, meditation is excruciating. Woo! So conclude in your mind of where you want to get to. I conclude. I settle it. Not all, not all. Settle it. When you decide the kind of place you would want, you want to live in. It, 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 it becomes a reality. So as you get into that your house, you begin, you are not comfortable there anymore. You begin to react to that environment. It will just take time. You are going to get out of that place. You react to it. No, this is not where I'm supposed to be. You react to it. It will be a, just a little while. You are going to be out. Don't accept your present realities.
singing it from your heart. You are still getting distracted. Focus on God and say, I've come to draw, draw I want you to see Jesus on the throne. Hands to him and say, Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. What you have seen, you would assess. What you have seen, you would assess. 
what you have seen you will assess bible said if in this world alone we have hope for christ you have all men most miserable if if this is how your life is going to end you have all men most miserable but the good thing is that weeping may endure for the night but joy comes in the morning the good thing is that i see a tomorrow that is beyond today that is why i'm excited that is why i rejoice with you uh, if, if 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 i know if i've concluded that your life is going to end this way then maybe i will not be your friend but i'm close to you because i know that there's a better tomorrow there's a better tomorrow it did not end at jacob isaac and esau it ended at esau at jacob bowing down to esau there's a tomorrow there's a tomorrow i'm excited because i i don't see you in this place i see you move higher i see you in greater dimensions i see you in greater better places it will not end this way it's not ending this way it's not ending this way thank you 